Welcome back, y'all, to this week's episode of Humiliation Hour. We finally made it to episode fucking four, bitch. (laughs) Bitch. Fucking four, bitch. (laughs) Last week, we talked about some really heavy shit, I'm not gonna lie. And if you stuck through the episode, we really appreciate it, and we hope that you spread more awareness to situations like these for um not only your safety but other people's safety um this week (laughs) period this week we're going to be talking about electra tell the people we're going to be talking about yeah so uh trying to turn things around for you with spirits uh we're going to be talking about different clientele this week uh there is various various types of clientele um in the kink world so uh i'll be going through each and every one of those and um kind of give you tidbits on how to approach these men how you meet them how to get them you know things like that so we'll be giving a rundown for you guys this week but before that stay tuned for this week's news segment it's really really good Welcome back, y'all, to this week's new segment. Um, we're going to be talking about how, as of right now, there is a nationwide sex trafficking sting um, performed by multiple uh, squads of county police departments. Um, <laughs> the reason why this is kind of... Uh, Uh, do I want to say touchy or do I want to say like como se dice fucked up yeah (laughs) thank you (laughs) como se dice fucked up because it's as a sex worker it's really infuriating to know that even when we're minding our fucking business, at any given moment, a motherfucker could be undercover trying to arrest us. I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think so that's going on? ridiculous. Like, y- you got, you got, you know, your female uh, policemen as undercover prostitutes and escorts just to uh, catch... Uh, you know certain weirdos and and shit in different counties and it's like um (laughs) legally low-key y'all could be having sex with these so-called fake clients of yours and then you're gonna try to arrest them it don't make no sense to me i don't understand that and then you got the male police officers out here being undercover clients uh whether it be uh like a pedophile who's looking for child pornography or you know just some weirdo who's looking to have sex with some prostitutes you're literally you're trying to arrest motherfuckers for being creepy and weird but you're doing the exact same shit so it's it's you're fucking with people's lives for real the sex workers the real sex workers who actually work hard every day to make a living doing what they do and now it's like we can't we can't be anywhere (laughs) i don't understand what we're supposed to do at this point 
So what exactly happened? Like, where is this taking place at? So there's actually a few different um, counties as Mm -hmm. of now that have been uh, documented, you know, put in articles and everything. Like counties like San Diego. Um, In San Diego, this pimp got arrested for being a part of this sex trafficking ring with uh, underage girls. And essentially, one of the cops that caught him was an undercover client looking for underage girls. So it's like, um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's still unsettling for me. Undercover or not, you're still the weirdo in the situation to me. Yeah, no, I can, I can definitely agree on that. Um, I myself am still a stripper, aside from me being a professional dominatrix and a dungeon owner. Mm -hmm. I still go into the strip club quite frequently. Um, And there have been, well, there have been a a lot, a lot of undercover cops come into my specific club recently, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to catch girls that, that are doing extras, that are, you know, doing shit in the back that they're not supposed to be doing besides Mm -hmm. giving a regular lap dance Mm -hmm. but when you're in an environment like this and there's inflation Mm -hmm. y'all have officially announced that we're in a recession type shit as of july of this year there's going to be girls and although it fucks up my money there's going to be girls that are willing to do extra to get what they need Mm -hmm. and that's 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 a simple fact that's what that's with anything okay so you cannot expect these girls you're taking them back into the vip into the champagne room and it's literally y'all it's as simple as taking your platform heels off that's that's all you have to do to get arrested as a prostitute is to take your shoes off in the strip club and that automatically labels you as a prostitute and baby i'll tell you you can't do shit with the prostitution charge. Ain't nobody going to hire you. Nobody at all. So in the midst of them trying to arrest these women and trying to arrest these men, and I, 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 I wouldn't even call them creeps and fucking weirdos because these are regular people. I interact with regular people that just need their fix. These are not creeps and weirdos to me. They just, they're willing to exchange money for what they need. That there's nothing creepy about that shit. So while you're arresting these people for doing what they do to make a living and doing what they do to get they get they dick sucked to get they nut off type shit, mm-hmm. you're you're also engaging in the same exactly exact shit. that exactly <laughs> motherfucking that you are not, not no savior, that. homeboy. Yeah, no. You're not a savior. You're a contributor to the situation. What are you talking about? You are still exchanging services, are you not? Exactly. And in a situation like this, if you're exchanging services, most women in the game are are not going to be looking for that shit all the time. Period. Especially when 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 shit gets rough, if a motherfucker say, "Oh, I want to go to the back. I want a champagne room. I want a cabana." Da 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 da. 
okay, yeah, let's do it. Because this might be the only money that I make today. Not knowing that this motherfucker may, may very well be undercover. You never exactly. know. It literally just takes one mistake. But I think that shit is so fucked up that they're going into these places mm-hmm. and into these areas where they know sex work is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. How can y'all hate us so much and then use the shit that we're doing to arrest people? And then on top of that, this year, this year in 2022, they decriminalized prostitution in California. Mm-hmm. So so you cannot you cannot get arrested for that shit and sell and, and, and serve jail time for it anymore. It's impossible. But at the same time, y'all are arresting motherfuckers for doing that same shit mm-hmm. everywhere else. I'm concerned. I'm, it's, it's the oldest profession in the book. Jesus himself married a motherfucking prostitute. Let's talk about okay. it. All right. On top of me knowing everything about this shit, I, I, I grew up down south, baby. I read the Bible front to back. Prostitution was the very first job ever. All right. Mm-hmm. And Mary Magdalene did her damn thing, okay? Shut so how are we arresting? Ass, how how are we arresting people thousands of years later for doing the same exact shit? Fuck yeah, no, it's not making sense. The math ain't mathing, and it's scary as fuck because at any given day, any of my clientele that I bring into my dungeon. Could be arrested. Be underco- ex- or, okay. be arre- or be undercover. Either way. Exactly that. It's a fucked up situation to be in. Exactly that. You gotta move smarter. That's fucking crazy. As if mm-hmm. we weren't cautious enough about shit in general in regards to this type of work. Okay, that's the one. Yeah. Now we gotta now we gotta do <laughs> times ten. Yes. And and we have submissives wondering why. A lot of doms are strictly online and mm-hmm. do not and do not want to do in person sessions because whenever you do in person sessions, baby, that that comes with a lot. All right, you you, all right, you better be able to defend yourself, and I and not only defend yourself but talk yourself out of some shit if you ever get into some shit. All right, it's not easy. Mm-mm. It's not easy, and you gotta not be a smart. Week. You gotta be a smart motherfucker to be able to do in person sessions and not get arrested. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Mm. Mm. All right. And with that being said, let's go on ahead to the main segments. We can talk about how y'all can get clientele, right? <laughs> Welcome back, y'all, to this week's main segment. Electra's going to be going over different types of clientele, how to find them, how to keep them, how to, uh, how to, how to, how to fucking take their money, yada, 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 this, that, and that. <laughs> it's the yada, yada, yada for me. <laughs> Real California shit. <laughs> so... Uh, as as most of you know by now, um, I started out as a stripper. Still am a stripper. It's, it's my home. The strip club is my home. I really, really, really like the strip club did exactly what the fuck it needed to do for me in my life. So uh, 
I'll always claim that literally is my backbone. And and it got me to wearing them today, so I really can't bash it. Huh. Uh, so while I was a stripper, I learned a lot, okay? Like, the ins and outs of all of this shit. And I've been doing this since it is, oh, it is <laughs> 2022. I've been doing this in October. Oh, my God. In October, it'll be four years. Good Lord. Good God almighty. So, I've been stripping for four years. And um, you get to meet a lot, a lot of people uh, in that time. So, most notably, in the strip club, you have your just regular-ass customers that come in. These are people that don't usually go to the strip club. They're they're in there because it's like a special occasion or they're traveling in from somewhere, you know, like those are customers, all right? And customers are, are, are good if they have their eyes set on like a specific type of individual, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like if they go in, they're traveling from work and this is, a, this is an old white man and he goes into a gentleman's club and he's like, I want the hottest black girl. Like those is those is those is good good customers to to motherfucking have okay to encounter regular customers. No one holds any any weight over these people, random people. And then you have your regulars. So your regulars are the people in the strip club that literally just go there all the time <laughs> like, like, in that bitch okay no for real like damn there they need to pay rent and utilities in that hole because they in there so fucking much like know all the workers by name and shit know all the workers by name know all the girls by name know, know all of their backstories they can tell you everything about everybody they damn near work there and these these regulars range from like getting a getting a couple drinks and you know some food to spending hundreds of dollars each time each day that they come in there like i have a motherfucker that's that's a regular of mine that i know i can get five drinks off of during my whole entire shift and that's a lot of drinks he'll he'll get five drinks to every bitch that come up okay so he's he's the drink regular all right and then there's another regular that just spends a lot of motherfucking money. All right. And he does not care. He can spend thousands of dollars each day and it not hurt him. All right. So we have those people. And for some regulars that, that come into the club, like all of the girls know them, but none of us really hold, you know, weight over these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they go get a dance with another girl, we're not going to be mad. Right. Because, you know. Unless you're a weirdo. Time, exactly that. Unless you're a weird bitch. But next time, it, like, it might be my turn type shit. So these are just regulars in the club here to have a good time, to spend time with whoever, you know, they want to spend time with that specific day. And it can be totally fucking random. 
You could spend every day with a motherfucker for a week straight and not and then not even talk to them for two months because they over here talking to another bitch. That's totally fine. These are regulars. They're not my customers. And then you have your customers, your clientele. So there's different, very, very, very different versions and levels of your clientele. So after you get the regular random ass customers that that come that you encounter, after you've got done whatever the fuck you need to get done with these regulars, then you go to your people. So I myself have have my own clientele that comes into the club. I have a Mr. Friday. I have a Mr. Orgasm. (laughs) I have a Mr. Sunday. I got a Mr. PC. (laughs) I just know what that means. Girl. I have lots of different misters, okay, that come see me in the club. Now, with these different misters, they are mine. Okay. (laughs) I hold weights over these people. I can throw hands if another bitch try to get with these people. Okay. And when you're talking about your clientele, these are these are people that you have a relationship with. I mean, y'all have exchanged contact information. Y'all may have gone out outside of the club before type shit, never know. Mm -hmm. But y'all have it in a verbal contract type shit that you mine and I'm yours. All right? So don't look at any other bitch here. Okay? And if any other bitch come to you, let her know that you're waiting for Electra. Point blank. (laughs) Because I have have had plenty of bitch. Okay? Plenty of bitch try me on my clientele and it's just it's just not gonna work so you have those clientele that you've sat with you build relationships with you do champagne rooms or cabanas or sessions or what have you with these people right and for me since I'm a stripper these are 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 the misters and I say misters because they're a part of the strip club scene. So they're expecting me to an extent to be submissive. To an extent. But they all know that I'm a dominatrix. But simply because we're in a strip club, all right, to an extent, you do have to be flirty. And mm-hmm. you have to be, you know, a little sexy-like. So I work that in. Because Electra existed before Mistress Electra did. Mm-hmm. So I call them my misters, the people that I see at the club that want club like shit. All right. And then we have my submissive. Okay. So for my personal submissives, I started out in the club, I started out doing sessions doing cabanas, doing champagne rooms, doing skyboxes. All of these are different variations of private rooms. Doing private sessions in a private room in my strip club. So on top of me doing a private room with my misters, 
I was also doing private rooms with my submissives. Her. And these are just two different types of men, okay? But I can cater to both. So you'll 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 find the men that are like, oh no, I don't think that I'm really into that lifestyle. Da 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 da. All right, misters. Those are misters. And then you have the motherfuckers as a geek about being this submissive. <laughs> All right, being dominated in the club in in a public setting where people can can hear them scream whenever I whip them, where people can hear my flogger like smash against their fucking skin those those okay lovey those men are submissives and you can find them in both places in the same exact place in the strip club and i'll go over where else you can find them but most of the time they'll be sitting right next to each other all right (laughs) And don't even know that they is into like it, it can literally be best friends type shit, bro. And they have no idea that one is into being bitched out and one is into being like a top type shit. So exactly. It's it's just different personalities and you have to know the the conversation starters to get that information out of that specific person. Right? All right. So okay. you do regular regular shit with your misters you do regular shit with your submissive so then i myself have tricks all right (laughs) so a trick is very much like a well sub in the fandom world so a trick in the sex industry and the sex work industry is someone who simply sends you money for no reason and doesn't want anything, anything sexual, you know, in return. And I say, I had, I had mentioned Mr. Orgasm earlier, and I'll tell you guys a little bit about Mr. Orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) I says no. (laughs) Mr. Orgasm now sends me $500 a week to FaceTime him twice a week and masturbate. That's a trick. I do not see this man. I do not have sex with this man. I masturbate on FaceTime for him for the amount of my rent. <laughs> so Her. that's a trick. That's a trick. That's That's a great definition of a trick. And then you have... Uh, sugar daddies. Yes, we love the sugar daddies. We love the sugar daddies. I've never had a real one before, so I can't really say that. <laughs> I love mine. Okay, and I've had, I've had, um, I've had three, three yes. really, really good ones. Yeah, three really, really good ones. And. Uh, sugar daddy is exactly what it implies. You're giving sugar to your daddy. <laughs> All right. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> but um, you're having sex basically with an, within, with an older man uh, in exchange for whether that be money, a lifestyle, you know, all different types of shit. 
so um, I found that when I was an escort, it kind of led me into being a sugar baby because I was really only an escort for a couple months before this motherfucker was like, yeah, let me go ahead and bag you up type shit. Uh, but it's the simple fact that you're being seen out in public with an older man and you're a very young, attractive woman, smart, beautiful. Uh, they like that shit and they pay a lot of money for that shit. Uh, being a sugar baby is uh, what got me through college, I'll tell you that, because that allowance was pretty motherfucking hefty. So, you have your sugar daddy, you have your trick, uh, you have your misters, you have your submissives, you have your regulars, and you have your customers. So, outside of the strip club, you can find regulars, misters, submissives at places like high-class restaurants, cigar lounges. Love me a good cigar lounge. Um, sushi restaurants are like they are great because I these love old sushi white restaurants. Ugh. Girl, these old white people love them some sushi. And I love me some sushi too. I'll be right over. Okay. Uh, volunteer for some shit. Actually, okay. Because I I'll tell y'all, last summer I had um I had volunteered at this like it was like a golf tor- t- tournament type of deal that was like raising raising money for awareness for like some some type of shit. Mm-mm. But it was some charity. It they was raising money for some charity. But it was full of wealthy ass white men, okay? And it was giving very much I wanna take you out tomorrow energy. Like <laughs> they was applying pressure at this golf tournament, okay? Oh, and like what's them what's them horse shits called? Derbies? Uh yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Not even, you really don't even have to go to the Derby, for real, for real, being in the same city as one and going to the, to the nice restaurants, okay? That's, that is how the fuck you do it. All these places, like, you really don't, you don't have to spend a lot of money, you don't have to do a lot of shit. Go, sit at the bar, buy your first drink, and see who the fuck is looking at you, because baby... I've had plenty of motherfuckers send me a drink from across the fucking room waiting for me to say something to them. Per. So you, 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 can definitely, you can definitely find them. Definitely find them. Um, but, it, but it takes doing a little bit of research. Uh, but you found your first little sub online, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sure did. My my first, yeah, yeah, my first like own sub, I should say, I found online. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, mm, I'd say like the first sub I ever had though was just like a financial sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a financial sub is a submissive that 
literally you you control their wallet like they, mm-hmm. just, they just send you money and like don't really want anything in return and then you have femdom thugs that uh <laughs> well <laughs> You know, like, you know, like. (laughs) They're they're more like service, service subs. Okay. And when I say service subs, I mean, like, there's there's no exchange of monetary funds, Mm -hmm. but there is an exchange of service. Whether so, that be like, um, you know, them cleaning your house. Oh, I have a perfect example. Yes, I literally had one of my subs build my St. Andrew's cross for me. And if you don't know what a St. Andrew's cross is, Google it, and then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Big right. huge X. You can strap somebody on it, facing forward or facing backwards, and just whip the fuck out of them. So I literally had this man make my cross for him. And in exchange, I gave him a one-hour session. So for a one-hour session for me, $500. It would have been the same exact amount of cash. To buy the goddamn... Yeah. Exactly that. So I just had him do it for me, and I gave him a session for it. So that is a femdom submissive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then you got these Twitter motherfuckers. I'm hollering. (laughs) Not the Twitter motherfuckers. Twitter, nah, okay. That's simply because once upon a time, Twitter was where it was at. That's all it is. Once upon a time. Mm-hmm. All right. But I mean, Twitter motherfuckers is, is, is good for a little bit of change. It's nice. But if you're striving for the thousands and thousands of dollars, maybe you got to get into your cigar lounges. You got to get motherfucker into your Home Depot. Motherfucker at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. Fuck. Home Depot. Hell yeah. I found a sub at Home Depot before. <laughs> hey, bitch, just act lost on some shit. Go in there. <laughs> shit. I, well, I be doing a whole bunch of DIY projects. So I actually do be going into Home Depot because I really do be needing shit. I'm like the but... be in Home Depot for it. <laughs> hey, I be, I be doing my own shit. But I'd be at Home Depot and shit. I just be asking men little questions, be a little flirtatious. And they'd be like, here's my number. Call me if you need any help with your little with your little project. I'd be like, will do, sir. Right. It's easy. Will do. It's easy. It's e- literally just start talking to motherfuckers like you know them. And always, always keep a business card on you, Okay. I do not give out my number verbally. Never. At all. At all. Fuck no. If anyone wants my number, I'm giving you my business card. Okay? Well, one, because I have two phones. I have a personal phone and a business phone. But I'm giving you my business card that has my business cell phone number on it. It has my link tree. It has my QR code to get to all of my shit. That's all my information. So not only are you getting my number, you're getting everything. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I do not get my number out verbally. 
first mistake. Don't do that shit. If anybody wants your shit, hand them over a business card and see the look on their motherfucking faces. They'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What she got going on? Yes, baby. I may be young, but I run my own shit. And know how and know how to do it very motherfucking well, my ass. Per. Per, exactly that. Mm-hmm. My uh, website is almost damn bad shit. Yes, excited for that. But mm-hmm. back back on track. Um the last uh sub that I want to talk about would be a domestic servant. Mm. Uh, and that I literally only recommend this for experienced doms. Okay, like muy, muy, a lot. Tell them why. Motherfuckers is crazy, and I myself <laughs> have had to get a restraining order on the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not an easy process. It's quite a long process, actually. And it's still just a piece of paper. So, if you want a domestic servant, a domestic submissive, which is a motherfucker to come over your house, Mm-mm. clean your shit, you know, do your laundry for you. Um, it's, it's very much like the um, character that was in Bonding, the mm-hmm. Netflix show about the dominatrix. Damn, what uh, was his name? But I loved him. I loved yeah, him. he was like a German guy, but but he had yeah, he was her domestic servant. Uh, so you just have to be mentally prepared to be around someone, you know, for that long. Um, have them be in your stuff. You know, you have to have a lot of trust with your domestic servant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never had a domestic servant, so I honestly don't even know if, like, they pay you or you. I don't know how that really works, but I don't I'm either. Assume, but I'm period, you're it takes doing so it much for trust. free. Yeah, I'm assuming they're doing it for free since you're a servant, but mm-hmm. out of out of your own willingness to serve your 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 dom. But mm-hmm. yeah, you have to be very very safe. You actually have to be very safe with 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 all of these men, truly, because mm-hmm. everyone. Everyone has the potential to be a creep. Exactly. And just because they're your client or submissive, it does not mean that you are always in control of the situation at any point. You could be in danger. Absolutely. Yeah. But, girl, the very top level for me is sugar daddy. And I had to get a restraining order on one of my sugar daddies. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you self awareness is key. Self awareness is key. Sometimes the money is not always worth it. That's the one. Mm-hmm. If you got to do some shit and, and you sitting up thinking about it all the time, you can't sleep because you're thinking about it too much, it's not worth doing. It's not worth doing. It's not worth keeping a relationship with someone that doesn't make you feel safe, that doesn't make you feel wanted. It's not worth you know, doing doing extras if that's not what you do. If you're not comfortable, you know, being a sugar baby, being an escort, doing, you know, extra shit in the fucking back for a little extra change. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Don't do that shit. Don't do it. 
hold yourself to a standard that no one else can because only you really know your true values at heart. Mm-hmm. So don't let anybody or any amount of money pressure you into doing some shit that's gonna fuck you up mentally. And I and I and I say that from my own experience. Period. Mm-hmm. Too many girls get, you know, blinded by the material aspects of of this shit you know what i mean like mm-hmm. uh, is this money worth your life bitch for real yeah exactly that exactly that and what do you mean? it's not it's not worth it not I, I i no amount of money in the world is worth my life so i've had to walk away from from <laughs> i've i've walked away from thousands of fucking dollars mm-hmm. over I've, I've probably walked away from over a hundred grand in the past four years just because it did not align with what the fuck I was doing and that's on facts and that's on period point blank all that shit per I just I love you per <laughs> I let you I love you per <laughs> but uh, with that being said that kind of wraps up our main segment. We went over everything uh, with that. So yeah. we'll see y'all on the flip side with our word of the day. Welcome back to this week's word of the week. And word of the day, word of the day, word of the week. We talk about words, period. Part. So <laughs> stop your shitting, get your notebook ready. <laughs> Uh, you know, sharpen that pencil, open that notebook, and get ready to get to writing. Get them highlighters. Get the highlighters, take the notes, because my girl Isis is going to be talking about dom drop, top drop, sub drop, all of that shit. All of the drops. So get ready. Thank you, Alexa. So, like she said, we're going to be talking about drop, which is just well, it's essentially an emotional state um, that you are in after a BDS scene, a BDSM scene, or any type of BDSM play. So whether you're a dom, sub, top, bottom, you may feel like you're angry, kind of like depressed, or like you don't want to uh, socialize after performing such a very um, either intense scene in regards to BDSM or just overall um, exhausting. Mm-hmm. But it happens to everybody, <laughs> not just not just the doms, y'all. Mm-hmm. So that's why aftercare is very important. Very important. I feel like we said this before, but it's <laughs> very <laughs> important because you never know what someone's emotional state is like after um, after being in such an intense scene, especially if they're a, a bottom or like a sub. You really mm-hmm. don't know like what they could be feeling uh, mentally or emotionally. So it's, it's really important to check in and make sure that you see what kind of aftercare they require so that they can feel better for next time. <laughs> yeah, agreed. 
so like a lot of my my subs are like I call them upper echelon men because they hold very heavyweight jobs. I mean, they're in charge of a lot of people. They're the tops of their companies, their VPs, their execs, things like that. So whenever they see me, they have to change their their whole entire idea, you know, basically of women and how they how they are in that moment. Whereas you're presenting yourself to be a dominant person in real life whenever you come into my dungeon or come into the private room at the club you're now a submissive Mm -hmm. and most of these upper echelon men need that for just an hour or two per week so they can get back to dominating people you know Mm -hmm. they they also need that release but I do check up on them afterwards just to make sure that they made that transition back from being a submissive into being their regular person, their everyday person, because it is hard. It is hard to go in between from one and the other. So I do, even even after we've done aftercare after the session, mm-hmm. uh, in in person aftercare after the session, I do also virtually check up with them um, mm-hmm. about twelve hours later, uh, just to make sure, or like later that night. The twelve hours is too long, but just to make sure that they're okay you know like mentally Mm -hmm. because the shit is tough I know for me Isis is the only person that I talk to after my sessions I don't talk to my sugar daddy I don't talk to my dad (laughs) I don't talk to nobody else because no one gets it but her it's hard for me to talk to anybody else Mm -hmm. because I don't know a lot of people personally that are doing as many in-person sessions as I'm doing that mm-hmm. that has as much weight on their shoulders as I do. So mm-hmm. Isis is the only person that I can talk to after a session, even in the midst of my dom drop, because mm-hmm. she understands what she's she's gone through it. She understands what dom drop is. And that shit ain't no joke, let me tell you. Everything uh, be irritating the fuck out of me. It's not even a joke. I'm like, oh it's my worse God. than the period. It's Girl. worse than the period. Girl, it's like times five type shit i don't even know i can be like that to be honest but it's very much real y'all check in with your dom check in with your subs check in with your play partner in general okay Mm because that shit is serious and if they need their space as well give it to them (laughs) please understand overstand them whenever they say they need their space you cannot be totally intimate or to- or totally in tune with each other all the time. One, that, sh- that shit is not fucking healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, it-, it just shouldn't fucking be. So if your play partner is like, hey, I just, I just need a moment, you know, I'm just <laughs> going through some shit, mm-hmm. understand them. Understand them because whenever you're, whenever you're doing these things, whenever you're getting yourself active and involved in the BDSM scene, it is draining. It is very, and and it's very much like adrenaline all at the moment. Like you can just keep on. I had, I had a three and a half hour session the other day and Mm. I just kept going. I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. And I did not work for two days after that. I was tired. I made damn near 2K. Mm-hmm. 
but I was tired as fuck for about two days straight. I could not talk. I could not text. Like, it was bad. It was very bad. But it was simply because I exerted so much energy Mm -hmm. into that person. I didn't have anything left. I had to give myself time to recoup. And with that, while you're giving yourself time, you got to be doing shit. Okay, because just just being all right and lounging around, not doing shit. Yes, it feels good to just relax and like mm-hmm. not do shit. But you also need healthy outlets. Like I just bought myself an Oculus last week, which is like the VR headset thing. Because I mm-hmm. was like, I'm not really a gamer person or anything like that, but I've been working so much. That I that I need an escape, and I mean I can't I don't want to go out in public all the time because we still in the pandemic. There's right. still monkeypox going on, so I was like, let me let me buy this game system so I can have something to do. And on top of that, y'all know that I'm a huge nerd. I just <laughs> went to Barnes and but I just went to Barnes and Nobles today after after leaving the strip club to buy some books. So whenever you're going through these things, whenever you're going through any any type of drop or any type of depressive state have something for you to do that's healthy Mm -hmm. whether that be getting on the game reading the book going skating shit me (laughs) me i fucking go work out hey i sustain the gym yeah okay i sustain (laughs) the gym i I, every time i facetime her her ass is in the gym yeah Have something, shit. Even if it's making a podcast, mm-hmm. damn. Have, that's one. That's one. Have something for you to do to let that out because mm-hmm. you will be exhausted, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not, exa- if if you're not exhausted, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Best sleep ever, child. Mm. Baby, no, for <laughs> real. After after I bitch after I made about about two k a day, I'm mm. like, damn, I'm about to sleep good tonight. But it's I'm exhausting. It's Fair. exhausting, but it'll happen. But if you're not exhausted, you're not doing it right. I'll exactly. tell you that. Practice some more. Okay, bitch, you better be tired. <laughs> tired. Fuck. Exactly you that. Can barely open your eyes. Type shit. That's that's how hard you need to work, especially with all this shit that's going on right now with these things, inflation, the recession, baby, you have to you have to work extra hard in order for you to make your money. Mm-hmm. So you will experience some dom drop and some sub drop point blank period. So be prepared for that and make sure that you have all of the tools that you need in your toolbox to get through that shit because it's rough. Period. And with that being said, eh, (laughs) for our Dom Highlight. All right, y'all. We back with our Dom Highlight of the week. This week's Dom Highlight goes to my girl, Goddess Guapa. Hey. Now, y'all. Now, y'all. Now, y'all. 
she fire as fuck. Thick and shit. God damn, bro. I be looking through her media, I be like, oh. Help. <laughs> oh, like, marry me. But, y'all, this a rich bitch, okay? She only like the finest. Only like the motherfucking finest. So whenever you follow her, drain your wallet with big sins. All right, because she, this she, bitch. she only like triple digits. Okay, she only like triple digits. Big body with the big sins. All right, point blank. Let them know how they can find Goddess Guapa on her socials and shit, Isis. So she, you can find our girl Goddess Guapa on Twitter at capital G O D D E S S capital G U A P A Goddess Guapa. Don't get that shit twisted, ho. Her. You can also find her on any adult content site. She's really popular on Sex Panther. If you want to sex her, you know, show a little message, do it down her go ahead cash up her some money with the with the little cash up sign at lavishly waffa okay lavishly because she like that lavish shit none of that yeah. none of that broke shit we don't do that shit <laughs> but shout out to you goddess guapa girl you are doing your motherfucking thing keep, and keep on doing shit. it her Thank you so much for staying tuned for this episode. Let us know what you think on all of your socials using hashtag humiliation hour. We see everything and we love, love, love the responses. You can follow myself on Twitter at Dominic Hiller underscore and over on Instagram at Mistress Electric EX. Isis, where can they follow you, girl? So you guys can follow me on Twitter at Isis the God. It's the with T H A, not T H E. Do not get that shit twisted. Are we gonna be fighting? <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram at Isis the God, same as my at on Twitter. Uh, uh, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, bitch. Uh, share our episodes with other people because unlike some irrelevant ass bitches that try to be making podcasts that don't be talking about shit, we have shit to say. <laughs> and with that being said, we gonna sign off okay thank y'all so much (laughs) thank y'all so much for staying tuned this week stay tuned for episode five bitches yes i love giving you guys my information my knowledge i really 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 thoroughly enjoy it so stay tuned for episode five it's gonna be a fucking good one (laughs) love y'all bye